Hello and welcome to the update, an academic Senate recap from the BSS perspective, brought to you by your representatives and host, Alexis Aguilar and Carrie Ryer. Welcome to the 35th episode of our podcast, Respect, bringing you the update on Academic Senate. So we had only two topics at this meeting, and those were work to contract and the search for our new president. Because work to contract was beginning on that Monday, we had a long conversation on what it meant for the Senate, for the work that we do. Tim Shively, the president of FA, came to our meeting. He said that this is our fifth work to contract, or WTC, and it wasn't our choice to do this, but basically we didn't have a choice. We had to. WTC is disruptive to faculty, students, and to the institution. But its goal is to make clear to the administration what is the pressure that we can put on the institution. And he expressed a desire that it would be resolved quickly. Lisa Maria, a Foothill student, commented that all students she was in contact with support the action. And she showed a student-produced webpage in support of the W2EC. So that was one of the things that came up. But students were really behind faculty mm -hmm. in the WTC supporting us as we took this action. Mike McCusker and Alison Herman, the coordinators of the Research and Service Leadership Symposium, commented on the impact that the WTC would have. They said there are 60 faculty mentors and the impact would be significant. Janie Garcia, who is member of ACE, that's the union for staff, and she's also a classified Senate president-elect, stated that the classified Senate supports the WTC. Tim commented that this is a great opportunity for solidarity among the different bargaining units. I mentioned that we should think of alternative ways to support our students during WTC. For example, we could refer students to the excellent tutors at the Learning Resource Center if we were not able to help them at certain times because of the action. Some of the other comments that came up in the work to contract conversation revolved around department chairs. So faculty serving in uncompensated department chair positions were concerned that if they stopped doing activities like the fall scheduling, it could do serious harm to their department. And Tim responded that faculty should reach out to their deans if there are any concerns. Eric also commented that the curriculum committee likely would not meet during the work to contract, but the timing, he said, wasn't so bad. I commented that I had met with Lene to talk about cool meeting under work to contract, and because I do have release time for that position, we would show up, Lene and myself, but we didn't feel comfortable moving forward on any major topic or really engaging in any substantive action without broad buy-in and community support by all participating faculty. There was a motion to direct the Academic Senate to draft a letter in support of the work to contract and ask for the COLA to the Board of Trustees. The motion was adopted by consensus. 
Catherine requested guidance from the Senate about what work they wished the officers continue to do or refrain from doing. So it was suggested that officers cannot represent the will and wishes of faculty while the faculty are under a work to contract. And it was proposed that the officers continue to show up to commitments and carry out some of the work that's already agreed to by the Senate, but refrain really from contributing or developing any new ideas. Catherine raised the point that there could be meetings where she would be present and asked if she could give input representing the will of the faculty, for example, the new scheduling task force. It was brought up that consensus cannot be achieved without everyone being present and involved at these meetings. So work to contract would impact governance committee meetings and members of the Senate approved this guidance by consent. So the next topic was our presidential search. Catherine mentioned that she has not been contacted yet about forming the search committee. She understands that we're planning for a January 2023 start date for the new president. That means the search committee needs to start its work this spring, post the job in early summer, and then screen an interview in the fall. Chancellor Minor has commented that a January start date could be hard for some candidates. If an offer was made, but a candidate needed more time to start, we may wish to consider granting that. Catherine also commented that at least one representative of the Academic Senate will be on the committee, but for continuity, we may want to have current and past Academic Senate leadership on the search committee. Janie Garcia commented that it would be great to have full-time and part-time faculty and counselors on the committee. Catherine also asserted that the Academic Senate is strongly suited to help write the job description of the position and really together confront the question, what do we want to see in the new president? So some of the ideas that were sort of floated at the meeting during discussion were someone who has teaching experience someone who can handle difficult situations, someone who has a strategic vision, perhaps someone who has demonstrated experience in strategic planning. And then I commented that while I agree with the need for strategic planning, it should be paired with someone who values input from the community, seeking input from the entire community, including talking with students, faculty, and staff in order to develop a shared strategic vision, I think is very important. Some announcements. We do have ongoing vacancies and faculty are needed. The Mission Impossible Council, MIPC, still has one vacancy for a part-time faculty rep. Currently, Ellen is sitting in, but we are actively trying to recruit a part-time faculty member to uh, sit on the MIPC. We also still have one vacancy on the commencement committee. If you had to say one committee is the funnest committee, I would guess that that one was probably the one. And <laughs> yet, surprisingly sure. enough, we still have a vacancy on it. So Ooh, yeah. if you are excited for this year's commencement to be the first back in person again and want to make a difference in that space, please do step up. And then finally, we have one vacancy on the Professional Development Committee still as well. Please let us know. It's another uh, interesting committee. Very interesting committee. Absolutely. All the committees. We've got committees coming out of committees. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. And finally, Alexis and I do want to announce our sad yet needed retirement (laughs) from the Academic Senate. So we both will be ending our term on the Senate this year and are looking for other BSS members to step up and pass the baton to. I do want to say that it's been a pleasure serving with Kerry and working as a representative for the BSS division. I have learned a lot from from the whole experience and it's been an eye-opening experience. It's been a way to make connections with other people across campus. I highly, highly recommend it. It's really been a wonderful experience. I do want to thank Carrie for being here for me and and for the two of us working through this for this past two years. Yeah, I totally echo all of that. Really, it's been amazing working with you as well, Alexis. I think we make a great team um, and it's been nice to have that like time with a colleague that you really care about and feel supported by. And I also agree that like I've learned so much. It's mind boggling just how much more I understand how the institution works and different people across campus and all of that now. While on one hand, personally, I'm stepping down because I'm putting my energy into other spaces and trying to be more realistic about my work-life balance. I also am stepping down because this is such a valuable experience that I want other colleagues in BSS to have the opportunity to experience it. I mean, whoever steps up and becomes BSS senators next year, it's going to be great. Yeah. And remember that you do have our support. So yeah, decide to step up, we'll help you in any way that we can. Absolutely. BSS, we need your input on the following. What qualities and experience do you believe our new college president should have? So that's an ongoing conversation. Mm -hmm. And please let us know what you think. What are you looking for in a president for our amazing college? All right. So please let us know what your thoughts are by using our Vox Pop or Verbum Pop Padlets email or on the BSS Canvas shell through our discussion forum, Senate Matters, because we discuss matters of the Senate. And what we discuss, as you well know, really matters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. We will meet next on 5-9 from 2 to 4 p.m. If you would like to attend any or all of the meetings, you will find the Zoom link on the Academic Senate Foothills page at foothill.edu slash Senate, representing you in solidarity. I'm Carrie. And I'm Alexis. Have a great and wonderful day. <laughs> 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 <laughs>